If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, greetings! You are listening to The Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you from the interweb, no matter where you may be listening, in this beautiful, but sometimes crazy world, we all share. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in, or for tuning in again. And thank you, Julie. Your support is very much appreciated. And here's my answer, Julie, to your very good question. What I'm going to talk about today is an inescapable and irrefutable truth about life. And although it may be a bitter pill to swallow for some, I'm telling you that it is far better to swallow this pill now than suffer the consequences of not doing so down the road. This is something that will help you improve your life. There are a few things in this life that we all have in common. Besides being born, we will all eventually die. Life, of course, is not fair. It never has been and probably never will be. But as soon as one understands and accepts that fact, the better off you will be because you understand the reality of what you're dealing with. And that is the first step at making a go at this thing called life. What I just said should be nothing profound. I mean, most people, even when you're young and you believe yourself to be immortal, well, if even begrudgingly admit they understand this, but there is one aspect from this beginning of life that many don't even think about, much less discuss, that each and every one of us starts out as, that I feel is very relevant. It's understanding that each and every one of us begins our existence as parasites in our mother's bodies. Now, maybe no one has ever mentioned this idea to you before, but it applies to each and every one of us. Just keep that thought for a moment. This parasitic relationship continues, of course, even after we are born, all the way through childhood and adolescence. But as we reach the age of young maturity, that legal, if not somewhat arbitrary number of 18 years, that world begins to rapidly change, and parents, as well as society, recognizes that the time for this parasitic relationship is rapidly coming to an end. For better or for worse, it is time for the young to leave the safety of the nest and to go out into the world and make their own existence, as their parents did before them. And it is at this time that we either fly or fail to fly, at least initially. Now, because we are still young, a certain amount and degree of failure is expected. And again, hopefully family or perhaps even friends are there to help us and support us because it is simply the right thing to do. The world is a very difficult place and adults understand this. So does even the legal system, at least to a certain extent. 
If, for example, you've done stupid juvenile shit, even a few times, and you're 14 or 16 years old, well, that's one thing. But if you're, like, 19 or older, and you're still doing the same stupid juvenile shit, that's quite another. Because whether you like it or accept it or not, society, and hopefully family, have expectations, and you're not meeting them. I understand that what I'm saying here may not be surprising to many of you. For all I know, a hell of a lot of you might be laughing, just thinking about all the friends or family that you know that are exactly like this. But what I'm trying to say here is just because this may have become the new normal does not and should not make it normal. And the answer I'm going to give you about how to correct this may surprise you. Before I go into this, <clears throat> I just want to clarify. I am not talking about people with serious mental or physical disability. If we were a truly functional and caring society, we could and should take care of such people, which I remember we used to do before America was completely taken over by psychopathic corporate criminals and the hyper-aggressive military-industrial complex, hell-bent on societal and world domination. But having said that, I'm not talking about real organic mental illness. I'm talking about people who cannot or will not be functional in society because they're programming. Ever since childhood has been dysfunctional. And that is the primary problem. Now, before I go any further, I want you to know that I am in no way a doctor. I am not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I have had no professional training in these fields, and I hold no degrees in those fields. This is simply my opinion based on my own research, empirical evidence, and years of personal observation. One of the realities that we are supposed to be taught as we develop in life is that if you want to get anywhere in life, it is all about give and take. It's supposed to be about symbiotic relationships and the ability of a person to recognize this reality of life and accept it. Those that understand this generally tend to do better than those who don't. In most cases, there are basically three easily identifiable mental states that are very undesirable in a person's life. One, psychopathy. Two, narcissism. And three, what I refer to as LSU, or Life Situational Unawareness. It's number three I'm going to be talking about. I absolutely believe, whether it be from a lack of parental involvement or the overwhelming negative influence of the nanny welfare state or some combination thereof, that a large number of young people, say between 18 to 35, 
are living in a very entrenched state of LSU, which not only makes their life a living hell, but, well, often for those around them as well. Some primary symptoms of LSU are a person's apparent complete disconnect with the concept of give and take. They exhibit a very childlike and myopic view of the world and are more than willing to share that view with any and all who they are currently having a parasitic relationship with. Completely oblivious and unconcerned, they are costing or inconveniencing others that simply shouldn't be happening in the first place. This usually takes place with the family, often the parents who don't have the balls or intelligence to understand that they are enabling their children and thereby harming them because they end up with children unable to reliably take care of so much as a goldfish, let alone themselves. This is something I have witnessed many times. Young and even middle-aged people still living at home that may actually have one or more degrees, but refuse to take those positions because somehow those positions do not satisfy their requirements. Or those positions are, mm, they're beneath me. They have set in their lives yet selfishly choose to inconvenience their parents or other family members with their parasitic existence. And even if they are paying some of their own way, they are still refusing to acknowledge that other people want and need their own space. I have known many parents who couldn't wait for their final kid to get out of the house so they could enjoy their life. Many of them actually had a big-ass party. So if you're a person with LSU, I'm telling you this because, one, no one else apparently has had the balls to tell you, and you either may or may not be aware of that, but if you are, you still don't give a shit. Or two, because of your LSU, you are so fucking incredibly dense that you don't even have a clue. Now, you have no fucking excuse. And just a quick aside, I want to say something that sounds preachy, because it is. Deal with it. This is not only, again, coming from my personal observations of quite a few people with severe LSU, but personal experience as well. If you are using drugs, I'm only going to talk about alcohol and weed, as those are currently more than enough to put or keep you in LSU. You need to stop using both of them completely now if you want to have any realistic improved chance of actually improving and taking control of your life.
In the shortest possible terms, alcohol destroys the mind and the body, but while it's doing that, it takes away a person's will. Weed, on the other hand, is much subtler, but still really bad, and regular consumption is primarily affects motivation and dulls your brain. That is to say, it makes you stupid. So, <clears throat> if you're a regular user, or if you are the friend or family member that is supporting an LSU that is regularly self-medicating with alcohol or weed, you need to understand and accept the fact that as long as they are doing so, they will ultimately not succeed. They will fail. And as cold as this may sound, you should not help them or associate with them, as they are not committed to improving their lives. And at least for two or three weeks, their brain is not properly functioning. Don't waste your present precious time. I fully understand that what I'm saying here will not apply to every person in every circumstance. Most people can, and most certainly will have, X amount of hell in their lives. I sure as hell know I have. But sometimes it is absolutely by no fault of their own. As it's commonly said, shit happens. But you need to be aware of just how easy it is, especially when constantly encouraged by the nanny welfare state or even friends or family to start playing the, you know, victimization role. It will destroy your character. So just to finish this up, the best advice I can possibly give you about this right now is for a person, and the younger the better, to take some quiet time to yourself with no interactions or fucking disruptions. Yes, that includes putting down the damn cell phone because there's no app for this. You're here to actually develop introspection concerning the state of your life and have the courage to be honest with yourself enough to recognize the difference between the hell you may be going through simply because life is inherently unfair and the hell your dysfunctional LSU brought upon yourself. You might really be surprised at what you discover. If you enjoyed this, please do subscribe and hit the notification bell because it really does help my channel grow. And if you can offer some support, please do so by going to the Ko-Fi link in the description below. Anything would be sincerely appreciated. And last, but certainly not least, if you have anything, no matter how ordinary or unordinary you would like to talk about on the show or have me talk about, don't hesitate to reach out to me and tell me what the hell it is you want. That's also in the description below. And I'll get it on the show and I will talk about it. Until next time, this is Ernest. Thank you for listening. Wishing your health, wealth, and good luck.